Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Living Healthy Podcast. We are your hosts, Andrew Gabell and Candace Curry. And on today's episode, we're focusing on injuries. Or to be more specific, three of the most common injuries, the back, knees, and shoulders. We're going to be discussing what you should and should not be doing to help facilitate the recovery process. Our guest today is LA Fitness Master Trainer and newly crowned Division Three Baseball National Champion as a coach. The one and only Jeff Fox. How you doing, Jeff? Great, Andrew. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Yeah, we're good. Doing great. Especially because, I gotta say, we're jumping in here. Uh, We got... Three Chapman alums here, and Chapman just won the Division Three uh, Baseball National Championship. Jeff Fox is a coach there. Yes, sir. Uh, so tell us about that. How? What was that run like going through that tournament? Well, what an unreal experience! You know, we played seven games in five days up there in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Uh, wow. Battled through some tornado warnings, which really? is always <laughs> always a fun deal. You know, right when you're in Iowa, right? Um, but no, it was unbelievable. Yeah, the, the guys really came together and and had a, an incredible run. Uh, get some really great competition too. You're talking the top eight teams basically from the entire country coming right. together and, and playing in a tournament to see who's who's the best of the best, so to speak. And yeah, it was it was how, quite phenomenal. How often have you gotten to the uh, tournament before? So since let's see, we became a Division three school in '95. Uh, since that time, we've been to the World Series eight times. Okay. And we last time we were there was in 2011. This was before I had gotten there. Okay. Um, and we're runners up that year. Oh, okay. Um, and then in 03, we won the whole thing as well. Wow. So uh, we've been in the championship game twice during that that run as well. Right. I, I feel like you, uh, Chavin's always had a few, pretty good baseball team. I guess when I when I was there, I feel like they always had a pretty good team and a good shot. So so what was your highlight of the tournament for you? Oh man, there was when that last out was recorded. Yeah, yeah right, right. <laughs> right. Know, Although point. I have to say, I was watching this and I'm just like, can we get a little excitement out of Jeff Fox here? Because I don't know, maybe I, the camera was cutting to you and you're just like walking around like, all right, yeah, we won, okay. And every, the kids very... are going crazy and everything. Sure, so we sure. just trying to be like cool. You know, you're always trying to keep your composure, right? That's <laughs> yeah. one of the things as a uh, as a guy that the the players look up to the as coach a coach, leader, right? Yeah. You kind of have to keep that even keel. Right. But no, internally, I was a seven year old man. Right. I was running up and down, jumping. Yeah climbing just in shock about it you know it's a it's still surreal you Uh know the the fact that it's even come and gone right uh, it's still a surreal feeling i don't have to kind of pinch myself every now and then and go okay did that really happen (laughs) did we win that whole thing so no it it was great no the the coaches and i once that last hour was recorded we had a we had a nice moment together where we all kind of came in and did the big you know group hug and all that fun stuff that you would see on tv yeah and then, yes, at that point, composure set back in. Right. And uh, <laughs> now I'll go out and right. hug the rest of the guys and, right. and tell them congratulations. That's awesome. Well, congratulations. That's Thank great. you very That's much. Great. All right. So before we get started with this, give them the social plug. Yes. We just want to remind our listeners that you can send your questions to us via any of our social channels for a chance to be featured in a future podcast episode. Just make sure to use the hashtag Living Healthy Podcast so we don't miss your comments. And your fitness questions can also end up on our Ask a Trainer YouTube series or nutrition questions could wind up on our Ask Our Dietitian feature on the LA Fitness Living Healthy blog. All right, so Jeff, yes, uh, let's get back to the episode here. We kind of broke yes, this sir. episode up into three parts. It's about injuries. And you know what? I'm going to call an audible here. And since there's three parts, there's the back, there's the knees, and there's the shoulders. Which do you want to talk about first? Uh, let's go back first. 
Okay, back. Well, that was what was part one. That's that, <laughs> we're on the same. Well, we're, we're not really the, changing we're the things up here, but okay. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. Uh, all right. Well, let's talk about back then. What are yes, the sir. most common types of back injuries that you see? Well, we usually get the L four L five combo. Uh, so it's hmm. usually a lower back issue is typically what we get. Not so much in the upper area. Um, you know, the neck will come into play, obviously, but that's a different spot for us to work with. So yeah, lower back issues. It's typically the L four L five, and hmm. and you know whether it's rotational movement guys can't you know clients can't move themselves uh, laterally or even just be able to bend down and touch their toes I mean, we kind of get it all right is there a way that you can kind of help prevent back injuries from happening you know i've kind of heard that the, like your core has a lot to do with your back or having a strong core is that true yes core strength is everything it really is so whether that's your abs your lower back your your hips uh, abductors abductors all those things that are basically in the middle of your body are extremely important to your health long-term. And if you wanna to try to add more strength to your upper body or lower body, those are gonna to have to be strong enough to be able to hold you in place while you're even trying to do an exercise. You know, So often we talk about form and how important form is. Well, if it goes by the wayside, then that lower back, that midsection is the first thing that's gonna take the brunt of it. Oh, and okay. now the injury potential obviously increases. Hmm. See, I feel like a lot of people think that back injuries only happen to like the more seasoned adults, but I mean, sure. we, we know that's false. It's just, why do you think that so many people believe this and why does it tend to affect older generations, you know, more than younger generations? Well, at the end of the day, our bodies are like vehicles. Okay. You, you buy a, a brand new car, you take it off the lot. Everything should be working really well at that point, right? right? You right. just need to do some oil changes, rotate the tires. Life's pretty good. Once that vehicle starts getting older, more mature, what happens? You start having engine issues maybe, or transmission issues maybe. Well, that's right. our body. Our body reacts the same way. The more wear and tear, regardless of what kind of wear and tear, our bodies eventually start to tear down enough to where injuries become a potential possibility. And again, lower back ends up being the one major area that we see most of those issues happening. Mm. So you kind of need to keep up with your maintenance plan, even in your new car days. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So that, so that exactly. you can uh, uh, have some longevity, I guess, and not run into that as early. Exactly. Okay. What are some of the go-to machines or moves that you use to kind of strengthen the back or even strengthen the core since the core is so important? Sure. We do a lot of stability exercises. So whether that's, you know, being on the ground uh, and doing certain kind of holds like plank holds, things of that nature. One of my favorite exercises right now is straight leg sit-ups. Uh, so basically having your legs completely straight on the ground and not letting them lift yes. at all right. while you lift your upper body up and then reach, touch your toes and then lower yourself back down again. Right. And the amount of core strength that really truly takes from both front and backside of your body ends up being really, really beneficial down the road for people in terms of overall core strength there. But anything that's stability oriented, so using physio balls, uh, using BOSU balls, um, medicine balls, things like that, and trying to hold positions with those or move those particular uh, devices around while maintaining a strong core is really, really important. You know, that's interesting that you mentioned the straight leg kind of sit up or, or crunch. Is that is that kind of a newer concept now? Because I feel like it is. Like I've actually, I've started doing that recently, but most people I think are still like the knees bent kind of 90 degree doing a sit up. Is the, why the straight leg method? So everything right now that we're finding is, is spine stability oriented, okay? So how can we keep our spine in as great of an anatomical position as it's supposed to be while doing some of these exercises? Mm -hmm. A lot of times when, we, when you think about doing an ab exercise, you think crunches or sit-ups. 
Well, most people are going to take their hands, put it behind their head, and crank their head forward to try to bring their upper body towards their right. lower body. Our spine gets completely twisted in a way mm-hmm. uh, because of that. And now we're experiencing you know, difficulty with our lower back, difficulty with our neck. Those kind of issues start popping up. So if we can keep our spine in line while we do an exercise, we're in a much better position at that point. And straight leg sit-ups really, truly require that to happen. Hmm. I'm going to try that because I, I have always hated crunches, actually. And so I start, I switched to just planks to mm-hmm. kind of like build that core. Right. But I haven't tried the straight right. legs that I Yeah, it's a good way to mix it up. Yeah, yeah, I've actually, I've been doing it. And it definitely, I mean, it does, I mean, because I had heard, I think, from some leading spine specialist that that was kind of like a better position for your spine, like what you're mentioning. So it's something interesting out there to try, maybe the straight legs sit up. Yeah. And one of the things I always try to get clients to focus on when they do that exercise specifically is keeping the back of the heels to be on the ground. So you almost kind of push through them in a sense oh, as you okay. lift your upper body up. The minute that your legs pop up, up, now you've kind of taken away from the exercise a little bit. Okay. So if you can keep those feet planted on the ground right. with your legs straight, right. now like you're going to get the full benefit. Like the back of your heel, not your yes, foot flat. Exactly. Right? Yeah, don't lay, yeah, don't lay that foot yeah. flat yeah, on the yeah, ground. That'll probably feel going really back good. <laughs> yeah, or really weird. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, are there any products on the market that can help ease back pain or a back injury? Yeah, sure. Steroids. <laughs> right. Other than yeah, that, that's, that's number a, one. That's about, yeah. Just a straight injection right there <laughs> and you're done. Feel really good. Well, you know what I always think of when it comes to back injuries are like those icy hot pads or like heat pads or, I mean, sure. do those actually work or are those just kind of... You know, it's depending upon what you're, what you're doing. Okay. So are you going to get into your workout routine? Then you want to heat up that area. Um, a lot of times, even with our, our players, uh, we do this with our athletic training staff. We do a lot of cupping and by doing that, it increases blood flow. Okay. What's cupping? So, so cupping, basically you're, you're taking a, a like glass a suction cup, cup or yeah, something? And, oh, okay. and you're pulling your skin up oh. through this suction cup in a sense. Those huh. leave gnarly. Oh, it, gnarly it looks crazy. And <laughs> right. we do dry cupping. Um, there's other forms, but the dry cupping part is the one that really, mm. I think we get most of our, our benefit from. Mm. And it's just increasing blood flow. That's really what we're trying to do at that point in time. And so if you're getting ready for a workout, hey, maybe go with a heat pad. You know, try to loosen that area up, get that area okay. nice and warm, so to speak. The blood flow can kind of increase. And now I'm feeling pretty good as I'm exercising. And then afterwards, yeah, you want to, you know, take a, an ice pack and, and apply that to the area and just kind of let everything cool back down again and let the recovery process kick in. Hmm. You're good to go at that point. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, so kind of hot if you're planning on kind of moving around or doing movement, doing a workout. And uh, cold when you're cooling down or just chilling. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, you there like it all is. those little <laughs> ones right there? Yeah. Is it even okay to work out, though, when you have a back injury? Is it safe? It depends upon the injury. So if it's that severe, we're going to probably be doing some very specific things with you that are more isolated. We're not going to have you doing a straight leg sit-up probably at that point mm-hmm. in time. But if it's something that's minor, uh, an, an acute injury, so to speak, something that we can be able to still play with and, and do some things, yes, we'll, we'll go ahead and, and, and work that injury out in a sense and get it stronger. Okay. All right. Well, that's, uh, that's some good talk about the back. So you got two choices left. Which What's it going to be, knees or shoulder? So I'm either going north or south. Uh, <laughs> let's, right. go, oh, let's go north. Let's go shoulders. Oh, all right. Okay, he's, switching he's things not, up. He's not a migrating bird. He's going north. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, we're doing shoulders. So, Candice, why don't you lead yes. us off? Um, okay, so how important is it really to focus on shoulder strength 
uh, strengthening exercises because you always hear about leg day and arm day and yeah. chest day, but rarely ever I feel like have you heard about shoulder day? Is that because it should just be a part of the arm day? Well, yes and no is probably the, the best answer to that. Um, shoulders in That's terms of... That's a terrible answer. I <laughs> yes know, no. I know. I, it's a very vanilla. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I would say with the shoulders specifically, if you're going to do, you know, an Arnold press or if you're doing like an actual shoulder exercise, you're trying to build strength, that's going to be involved in arm day. But the actual shoulder itself has a lot of different small muscle or ligaments, tendons, things like that, that you're going to have to really focus on and keep that elasticity there. Because if we only just do bench press, bench press, bench press, and all of a sudden you try to reach behind you to grab something, there goes your shoulder, oh. it's gone. So the ability to be able to do all those smaller muscle, tendon, mm. ligament specific type exercises is something that you have to do almost, I wouldn't say daily, but, but quite close to it. Okay, so is that kind of like, is it a good, um, like if you're doing like, a chest, shoulders, and triceps kind of like workout in a sure. day. Do those kind like of go a, together? A push day, basically, yeah, is yeah, what, we, right. what we would refer, oh, okay. refer to that to. That kind of goes together yes, and sir. kind of fits in. Okay. Exactly. Okay. And you can either do it so, the way that we kind of have our clients um, or even my players, you know, baseball, right? I mean, shoulder issues are, yeah. are a very common issue depending right. upon how you go about your, your business taking care of your body. So we do more of a, a dynamic warm-up type deal before they go out and throw. And then once they're done, then it becomes more of the static stretch. It becomes, you know, working with some bands, things like that, to try to keep that area from from contracting, constricting too much. Like too fast. Exactly. And kind of just like going 100 to zero. You kind exactly. of like bring yes, it down, slowing it yes, down. Sir. Okay. So there's, there's a process, even, you know, if it's bench day, you don't just jump in and throw, you know, 245 on, on the bench and just start right, going right, out, you know, right. getting after, so Need to speak. that warm up, right, so. yeah. So what are, what are some of the best exercises for the shoulders that you'd like to do with your clients or, and which kind of muscles should you focus on building through the shoulder? Sure. We, we do a lot of dumbbells, um, okay. really small uh, in terms of weight. So you're talking right. five pounds, maybe 10 pounds max. Okay. Um, and they go through a, a rotational piece in a sense. So you might do some front raises, lateral raises, uh, reverse flies in there. Some, you know, we do one where we're actually laying on the bench. Um, I call them snow angels. So they're basically making like a, a circular motion with their fun. arms. Uh, with Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that, sounds, that cool. sounds nice, yeah. doesn't it? It does, yeah. it does yeah. sound yeah. kind of nice. Um, it's probably it, not pleasant at all. <laughs> no, depending on how your shoulders feel. Right, yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> so we do that, and then uh, we might finish with some, we call them J-bands. So anything that's band-oriented, uh, we'll do those kind of things uh, to help out that area as well. And that will kind of be that pre-workout, let's get our body feeling good, feeling loose, in that area and then hit it hard with the strength training part. And then afterwards we just do a normal cool down. So we'll, we'll hang a lot of times. It feels fantastic by the way. Um, but as long as your grip strength is there getting on an actual pull down bar or getting mm -hmm. to a, a chin up bar mm -hmm. and just holding, just holding and yeah, hanging. Just yeah, holding and hanging. Yeah. yeah. And it mm. feels so, so good. Um, now if your forearm strength's not there, it might not feel as <laughs> right, great. Right. Or you might not be able to do it as long. Exactly. So yeah. if you try to hold yourself there for 30 seconds after a good upper body routine, you'll feel really, really good afterwards. It'll be a nice kind of calm. All right. Now yeah. I can go Never about my about day. That's that. interesting. I don't know the last time I've just hung from something yeah. like maybe I mean, I'm at the playground with my son. I'll just be like, I'm going to hang on these monkey bars yeah. for a while. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's basically uh, enjoy it. Yeah. yeah it's, right. 
So do you, it's interesting you said really lightweight. That is that that's super critical to this. And why lightweight? Are you doing a lot of reps then, or just is you're, it just you're doing it's just a lot harder? You're doing you kind of you're doing a lot, not really necessarily a lot of reps as you're doing a lot of different exercise movements. Okay. To get that whole, I mean, think about the way that your shoulder is. Right, it's a ball and socket joint. So it's got multiple ways that it can move. So we have to be able to move it in those ways with some kind of resistance, but not something that's overbearing. Okay. Because again, our, our body's cold at that point. So we right. can't just jump into that 245 bench press right away. Right. So we're not gonna give you 20 pound dumbbells and go, hey, do a front raise real quick for right. me. Just not gonna happen. You're gonna hurt yourself more than help yourself. So yes, it is very lightweight oriented to start with. Mm. Okay. For someone that already has a, a shoulder injury, what should they do to recover? Is it still okay for them to go to the gym or should they be doing something else? Put it in a sling and forget about yeah. it. <laughs> uh, again, it goes back to the severity uh, of the injury. You know, I think quite often people want to just not do anything. Um, right. You know, yeah. and, and that can actually hurt you more mm -hmm. than it can help you. Hmm. Um, if you have a shoulder injury, should you still be moving it and using your arm? Not just kind of like say, you know, here you've hurt your right shoulder, sure. and sh you know, not do using your left, left. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. You, you can still, you want to do as much as you normally do as possible. Okay. So take the severity of the injury and scale it back according to how severe that injury is. So if you completely you know, tore your rotator cuff. Well, then obviously at that <laughs> right. point, we're, yeah. we're in a sling to start with. Right, and right. Once a couple of weeks have gone by, then we just work on range of motion without any weight. I mean, right. it's usually just stretching at that point just right. to try to get everything to get back into place. And then we start adding weight resistance stuff from, from that point on. But if it's just a, a, you know, a sore shoulder and, you know, you've just been kind of nursing it a little bit, you can start getting it back to normal at that point in time without having to really just take time off in a sense. Are there uh, ways you can kind of prevent shoulder burnout or kind of that shoulder soreness? Like people, you know, in a lot of different uh, walks of life, whether you're carrying a backpack on your shoulder all the time or you're lifting your kids up or you're sitting at a desk and just typing, you know, is there something you can do to kind of help um, you handle, I guess, that kind of workload in your life? Sure. I, I always call it spread the wealth. So what you would do is, for me, I'm right-handed. So naturally, when I'm picking up my son or if I'm going to reach for something, it's normally with my right hand to grab it and, and do something with it. Well, mentally, tell yourself, today's a left-handed day. Mm. Like I'm just going to grab, I'm going to grab a cereal box with a left hand. I'm going to grab, you know, the dishes with left hand. I'm going to grab That's my cool. kid now with my left hand. Yeah. And you start doing those things. And before you know it, you've kind of spread the wealth enough to where you don't feel the next day like you, oh man, my right side is just killing right. me today. I right. had my son the entire day and I just, oh man, I, you know, couldn't, you know, I can't, can't get out of this. This right. feels terrible. So spread the wealth, give yourself a chance to be able to use both limbs and you'll find that uh, things aren't quite so bad. Okay. That's a cool idea. What would you say is more important, muscle health or bone health? I'm going to go right in between those two. I'm going to say ligaments and tendons. Okay. The more that those can take on resistance, uh, the better off you're going to be for both of those muscles and bones. So I, I, that's the, the biggest thing for me. So we talk so much about range of motion and mobility. It, it's right. huge. It, it, right. It's everything to a human being right. in terms yeah, of yeah, being right. successful. Mm -hmm. So with, with everything else, we, we cannot get stronger physically unless our body is prepared to do it. And that's where all of our ligaments and tendons come in at that point. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. 
Awesome. All right. Well, that that concludes the shoulders section. Uh, so la- you don't even have a choice on this. I one. don't. We're going to knees. We're <laughs> oh, going okay. to knees. We're cutting you at the knees. I thought you were going to throw me an audible and go, you know, something like ankles. Yeah. Well, know? I was yeah. thinking earlobes, but yeah, that, you know, okay. That yeah, that yeah, works okay. too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so the knees. So a lot of people suffer from knee injuries. That's a big thing. You're carrying a lot on that. Uh, is it okay to work out with a knee injury? Just starting with the basics. Is sure. it okay to still going go back to that gym? same answer I gave for the the first the first two? It's yeah. the severity. So okay. what are we actually looking at? You know, are you talking about a torn ACL? Are you talking about just some tendonitis Sore in your knee? Tweak. You know, okay. what what might it be? And if it's workable, right, if we can actually do some things with it, then we'll isolate it in a way that maybe we're doing wall sits or maybe we're doing pushes off the wall with our feet. You know, little things like that. Uh, remaining deadlift, something that's very fixed. Okay. You know, we're just bending at the waist and coming back up. We're not doing anything that's bending the knee to get to a position. It really, truly, you know, is based on what that severity is and, and what we right. can work with from there. If someone is to, like, dislo- dislocate their knee, but it, like, pops back into place. So I know some people, uh-huh. you know, like, that yeah. they're, like, running or whatever, and it, like, dislocates and then pops back in. There's a name for it. I don't remember, though. But is it okay to still be working out or, like, to be mobile on that knee, just wearing, like, a knee brace? Or should they be completely off of it? Because I know that after something like that, it can start swelling. Sure, sure. I, again, it, it goes back to what's, what, is the, what is the initial problem. So if it's just a one-time deal... And there's probably going to be a whole lot more swelling in there at that point in time. And we're going to want to take some time off first. And then, okay, it, it feels like everything is back in place and I can start working off of it again. The swelling's down. I'm feeling pretty good. If it's something that happens routinely, right? I mean, you talk about with like shoulders even popping in and out quite frequently. Knees don't typically do it that often. Um, but if somebody does have an issue like that, then maybe we do wrap the knee uh, while they're doing a certain routine, maybe, maybe we are going a little bit heavier on, you know, uh, squats or mm-hmm. whatever, uh, deadlifts. And we probably do want to kind of give ourselves a chance to have that knee more stable Then maybe we will do those things. But I'm always big on the less, the better. So if we don't have to wrap the knee and we can do some things to be able to create a scenario where we can get stronger with those muscles, which are then going to help the knee eventually, then let's do that too. In your experience, what um, what are some of the reasons you see knee, knee injuries happen? Uh, like, what kind of causes knee injuries to happen? Sure, you, see? you know, depending upon what what avenue I'm in, right? So, if we're talking sports, it's just luck of the draw. Quite mm-hmm. often, um, you know, you see some of the most fit, strongest people in the world, and they just make a wrong turn and snap. Right. There it goes. In terms of clients or the general population. Uh, quite often, it, it tends to be more of an overweight type deal. If you're carrying too much on top, everything obviously trickles down south. And that's where joints, you know, your, either your hips, your knees, ankles, you know, all those areas are going to get a lot more of the burden in terms of what you're trying to do physically, even if it's just walking sometimes, going up the stairs. Uh, if you are an overweight individual, those areas really, truly take a toll. And we start mm. having issues with, with our knees at that point. Going back to the car metaphor, is it kind of like your joints are almost like your shock absorbers, like your knees, oh, for like sure. your shock absorbers, essentially? So can it have to do with, uh, is it like about the tendons not being strong enough? Or is it like the bone more so? St- with, you're with still talking injuries? ligaments and tendons there. Yeah. You really are. Because um, right. you know, the, the, the bone is what it is. The bone's what it is. Yes, and that's sir. not really going to change with the ligament and tendons. Yeah, can. you still want to have str- like a good bone density that you still want to have those things in place right um but you know they can only do so much if those tendons and ligaments can't withstand 
the added burden of whatever. If it's, if it's the exercise itself, if it's you, whatever it might be. What are some of the best knee strengthening exercises? Yeah, let's get them strong. Let's so, get these knees strong. Right, right. Again, depending upon the how that person or where that person is in terms of physically, but I've always been a big believer in squats and lunges. You know, if we can if we have the ability to do those two types of exercises, we're going to be in a really really good spot in terms of being able to get the knee and any other joint in that area um, a whole lot stronger. Uh, functional movements. Yes, sir. Much. Exactly. Is that, is that what you have your catchers do a ton of? Oh, they're, the they're just, squatting big time. Just yes, sir. lunges around the ballpark uh-huh. every exactly. day. Oh my exactly. God. So Man, we're reverse lunges. Uh, <laughs> now no, we don't do back squats. Um, you know, kind of going back to the lower back issue. I'm, I'm not a big, big person. I'm putting pressure on the, on our spine in terms of right up on top. Right. So we usually do more traditional deadlifts. Or okay. if it is a squat, maybe it's a front squat. It's more on the front of our body. So it's a lighter weight because mm. we just can't do as much weight up there. Um, so we try to do it that way instead of, uh, instead of putting it on the back of our spine and going from there. Are there um, things that uh, listeners should steer clear of if they're prone to knee injuries? Type of workouts like, like running on the treadmill or something or maybe inclines or HIT training. You know, HIT's a big hot thing right now. Is that kind of okay for someone? With yeah, anything that's, that's a high-intensity exercise on the joint itself. If, okay. if you don't have the ability to be able to, you know, walk, then why sprint? Right. You know, right. I mean, yeah. I mean yeah. It, yeah. it's, 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 it's really as simple right. as that. So, you know, if you're having knee issues and you're overweight, don't be doing box jumps. You know, don't don't be doing something like that initially. If you want to try something, maybe do step ups first. OK, great. Now I've you know, I've got my weight into more of a controlled area. My joints are starting to feel better. Okay, now maybe I get into box jumps at that point in time, but you so kind of have to less feel impact, it out. Less exactly, impact, less impact exactly. So is it, you know, something interesting to me, is the bike okay for someone with a knee injury? Because I would think, almost logically, you'd think like, no, this is the knee and I'm rotating it, so maybe that's not, but... Sure, again, it depends upon what part of the, you know, if it's a, if it's a ligament issue and the mm-hmm. push and extension with the bike hurts it, aggravates it, then obviously we want to avoid it. Um, I've always been a big fan of the treadmill. Okay. I mean, if, if we can be on the treadmill and just even walk, that's going to be a lot better for us in terms of what our bodies are required to do physically throughout the day. Right. I mean, yeah. right. I mean, we're just talking right. active living. Right. And, and for us, that you know, the treadmill mimics it the most. So if we can do it that way, then let's do it. Um, if that's still too much in terms of the intensity part of it on, our, on the joint, then let's go ahead and go into elliptical maybe. Maybe that's the, the better alternative at that point in time. I usually stay clear of bikes just in general. Hmm. Um, not to say that they're bad. They're, they're just it's dangerous. Just, yeah, you, know, you got to put I a just, helmet on and you got to... No. <laughs> that is true, right? Um, well, I don't know. With the rise of these e-scooters, maybe we won't even be walking much anymore. You know what I mean? You never know. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you know, you, you had mentioned how excess weight can put a lot of pressure yes, on the knees. But does that even apply to excess weight that comes from muscles? Like, do bodybuilders run into this problem a lot? Well, you're going to find bodybuilders have issues only because they're just trying to push a ton of weight. Okay. So it's just more in that scenario, it's just like an athlete, right? You put so much torque at some point in time, your body has a limit. It has a ceiling. And if you try to go beyond that ceiling, regardless physically, problems start happening. Yeah, exactly. Something bad could potentially happen. So, you know, you do get those bodybuilders or like the, the strongman competitors, really, those are the ones you see it more often. 
is they're trying to lift some giant, you know, rock (laughs) up on top of a platform and their knee just gives out as they're trying to do it. So those things do happen, um, but it's more because of the amount. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Man, that was like my favorite programming in the summer back when I was a kid. Like I just watching World's Strongest Man competitions on Uh, ESPN. Back to back. It's like, how many of these did they film? When did these take place? Like, it's just, I don't know. Yeah. It was impressive to watch that. It's it's amazing. What's more impressive is the amount of consonants that they're able to put in their last names. Oh, it is unreal. It is unreal. That's like a requirement. Yeah. You have to have that. All right. Well, Jeff, well, that kind of covers a lot of ground on injuries. Do you, as we wrap up every show with actionable advice, do you have something that the listener can take away about injuries that you think is kind of a key factor to kind of um, understanding or handling an injury? Very, very simple. Prehab is a whole lot better than rehab. Boom. If he had a (laughs) mic to drop, he would drop it, which means now let's explain what that means. It's a whole lot better to work your body out in a way that is getting your joints and ligaments and and everything that you need to be strong, strong, than trying to do it without that piece, getting hurt, and now having to go through surgery and rehab and all that fun stuff. And if you don't know how to do that, I mean, you can always check in with like our pro results, personal trainers, and they'll show you those exercises to help build those ligaments. Exactly. They'll get you on that maintenance program, get those, those tires rotated, that oil change. That's what it's all about. That's what he's talking about, (laughs) that prehab maintenance. Make sure that timing belt's all good. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you very much, Jeff, for joining us. Anytime, you guys. Thank you for having me. All right, well, that's going to do it for this show. And uh, we just want to take a moment here real quick to say that there is a lot going on with the podcast. I am about to have a baby, so I could be out of here any day now. Any Uh, second, really. Any any (laughs) second, really. We were waiting for my phone to light up, but it hasn't happened. Uh, So uh, we do have these in the can. We do pre-record these, so we should be having episodes uh, for the next couple months. Uh, but we'll see where it goes from there. Candace also is going to be leaving the podcast. Yes. She's moving on I am. Um, now. So, so <laughs> I just wanted to say personally, thank you, Candace, for doing the podcast. You did so much for it. And, oh, uh, and it was great you. having you on the show. It's and, been so and much fun. It. Honestly, it's yeah. been great. It's been good. So um, so with that, we'll leave you with the t- typical rigmarole about social media. You can uh, you know, leave your comments on any of our social channels. Use the hashtag Living Healthy Podcast. Uh, use the hashtag See you, Candace. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and we'll, try, we'll, we'll, we'll try and get back to you. Um, but anyway, until uh, the next podcast, uh, we'll see you in the gym.